Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about getting elbow deep in a pumpkin? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? I'm exhausted. <laughs> oh, man. Why? Do you, you ever, like, have a chore, and then you are like, it's not going to be that bad, and then you get in the chore, and you just... Every chore. <laughs> uh, I cleaned out my garage today, or I, okay. I started to clean out my garage today, and there's just, like big heavy shit in there that i don't want like just construction debris for when we like remodeled a little bit you know yeah and i'm like i just need to get rid of it i was gonna say what like a lathe no <laughs> the lathe has been donated okay yes someone is using the lathe who is happy Good. with it and it is not me um no so i had like these like just pieces of counter and drywall and just random boards and studs and shit so i'm like i have to get rid of all this and the the garbage man comes around every second and fourth monday or whatever to pick up my stuff mm -hmm. like bulk stuff you know yeah so i'm like i have to get the bulk stuff out and um i was so rushing say, you know it's like a little early for spring cleaning right it's a little late for spring cleaning <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of spring cleaning it is autumn i'm trying to think of a little alliteration autumn i don't need it there you go Autumn, all of it, get away. This is the autumn, all of it, abomination. <laughs> Awakening. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, Did I ever tell you about the type of cabinet that I want? No, tell me about the type of cabinet you want. I'm going to tell you about the type of cabinet that I want. Okay. So mine, I want, I want a nice cabinet. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a rock joke. What? No, like, I want a nice cabinet. Nice is G-N-E-I-S-S. -S. It's a What's type of rock. What's the matter with you? Okay. <laughs> because I like geology. I wish I'd have stuck with that shit, man. Okay. <laughs> but uh, one of the biggest jokes that you ever hear from a geology professor was always like, you see this rock? That's a nice rock. Oh my it's God. like, yeah, no, we get it. And now I'm like, I, I want a nice cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Very funny. Like, look at this. Look at this material. You can't tell me that a cabinet made out of this would not look amazing. I've actually looked it up, and it's a bit oh. cheaper than some other stuff. That's pretty nice. It's a pretty rock. It It is my official favorite rock. I love it. I think official it's so pretty. favorite rock. There it it's is, nice ladies and rock. gentlemen. You've been waiting for it for 85 episodes. Robert's favorite rock. It's here. Finally. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Why? What kind of cabinet do you want? I want those smooth cabinets. You know, like, they're just the, like, slate gray looking cabinets or just white. And you, like, 
push them oh, and they open. There's no yeah, handles okay. on them. It's just flat. Everything is flat and wonderful. Yeah. I want that. That like modern Scandinavian Ikea design. I, okay. I fucking okay. love Ikea. I unabashedly love Ikea. It's so really? It's so pretty. I don't get why. I just like, I go to an Ikea and I'm like, I'm home. This is me. I live here now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's just like so much shit in my garage and I... I, I got a bug up my butt and I was like, I'm going to get it out of there. And so well, we, had this, you should. <laughs> we had this busted ping pong table and okay. it's been broken for a couple of years now. And I keep thinking like, I could fix it. It's easy to fix. It's just a couple of screws. And then I like got into it mm-hmm. and I was like, this is unfixable. It's completely busted and broken here <laughs> at the bottom. So I was going to drag it to the curb today and I backed my truck out of my garage because this thing just sits in the side of my garage and okay. I'm wheeling this motherfucker out and as I'm wheeling it, the bottom starts to like, there's, there's a little metal truss there that yeah. has just like rusted away. Okay. And so as I'm wheeling it, this thing breaks in half and I kind of like lose control of it a little bit and it's a heavy ping pong table and I'm screaming because I'm like, ah, trying to like hold yeah. it and keep it upright because it's, you know, it's, it's upright at this point. You know how okay. ping pong tables, like the, the half of them, they fold up like a big butterfly? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like coming apart at the seams and I'm trying to keep it together and trying to roll it. And it's very heavy. And then like I back up and hit my truck with my body. <gasps> oh, okay. The, the ping pong table falls on top of me. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like pinned between the ping pong table and my truck. Just like, ah, ah, ah. My neighbors are probably hearing me make the ugliest noise I've ever made in my life. Just yelling, fuck, no, no, not like this. <laughs> I thought I was going to go out. Oh, I, man. I thought I was going to be trapped there forever. But um, but the truck's okay. Well, the truck's, I mean, she's got a ding in her now. But, um, oh, okay. Because I did hit it with the ping pong table. But uh, I am okay. And the the truck is mostly okay and the ping pong table is no longer okay but it is in the back of a garbage truck and it's no longer my problem so hooray hooray i I did cut my hand really bad though oh no (laughs) i know and it's rusty you got to get tetanus no i i didn't cut it on a rusty part i cut it on the wood oh oh no yeah Yeah, it's nasty worse yeah i don't like that a piece of my hand is gone so bandage that shit up and that has been my afternoon <laughs> well i'm glad that you are alive i'm so tired like I'm you're here to share with us like after you you do a chore and you just sit down you're like it wasn't that bad and then you realize like i'm so out of breath i feel like i might pass out no yeah like you feel pumped because you just did it like you got it done yes and then like as soon as you go like i'm gonna get a drink and like you're like why can't i lift this glass <laughs> yes. it's really heavy who put lead in this cup you're just like man Maybe I'm dying and I didn't know until yeah, now. That's yeah, it the... takes like 30 minutes for the, for that death to set in, you know? Yeah, I'm about at that point. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, I felt like death the other day. Why? Taylor has been, uh, if you tuned into the stream, I'm watching just a bunch of water scary shit. Yes, for some reason. You know? And so uh, we watched Poseidon. Uh-huh, which the is new the new, yeah, from like 2006 or something. I mean, just flat out spoiler, uh, somebody drowns in it and it's, I think they just really murdered the man. Yeah. It's so real. <laughs> it's so, so real. We were talking about this before the show and I was like, 
it can't be that bad. And I looked up a YouTube video of it, and I, I, I feel a little sick after watching it. Like It's, it's the most, so bad. I feel like I have inhaled water. Like, my stomach feels full watching that. Yeah. I it's mean, I've... I saw it in theaters in 2006 and repressed those memories and feelings. Yeah. And I've successfully done it again since viewing this like two days ago and I feel better now. Okay. Well, if you guys want to watch a man fucking die, Google uh, uh, Kurt Russell drowning in Poseidon. Yeah. It's, mm. it's you know what? Just go watch it if you're so inclined. We'll, We'll link it in the show notes. It's a 57 second YouTube clip and it's horrifying and i just want everyone to experience it you know what that reminds me of when i saw a deep blue sea oh yeah i was i think that movie came out in 1999 sounds about right that's when armageddon came out too right yes 1999 yes yeah um i was nine years old yep <laughs> samuel l jackson gets eaten by that shark <laughs> and ripped in half and i was like mom is he not going to be able to make movies no more? <laughs> I thought he was eaten, man. Isn't that funny? Kids just like, when they watch movies, they're like, wow, they filmed someone dying. Because like, I remember as a kid, I would watch movies and be like, confused when the, the kids would grow up and they would get a different actor to play the kid, you know? I'd be like, man, oh, they yeah. filmed this movie for like 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was feeling a little bleh the other day. <laughs> okay. Um, ooh, I started playing a game. What'd you play? So, remember how I told you I was going to do, like, the whole, like, Quantic Dream trilogy? Go yes. Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Weren't we going to try to play Detroit at the same time? Yes. Okay, well, I'm not there yet. Okay. But we started Beyond Two Souls. Okay. That's kind of a spooky game. Really? I'm surprised. Is it supposed to be spooky? I didn't think it was supposed to be that spooky. Like, okay, I know that uh, Ellen Page has a spirit attached to her that can, like, move around and do stuff, right? Okay. But, like, there's other demon things that, like, try to kill her all the time. Shit. I was like, is that what this game's about? I didn't know that. (laughs) I There are some, like, heart-pounding moments in it. It's pretty good. I've got no concept of what this game is about. I just know that it's got ellen page and i thought it was just like ellen page with gun but it's built as a unique a unique psychological action unique (laughs) psychological action thriller Um, yeah it's it's weird in it oh i mean he's so far the best part but i will say there's a moment that like he goes to hug ellen page yeah and it shows you know like his face in the hug and then it like pans around to her face in the hug right uh huh. Her character model is like fifty times more detailed than his because it was just like PlayStation Two, PlayStation Four. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, he looked bad in that scene." That's not good. I kind of want to play this. It's really weird. Everybody hated it when it came out, and I think it's just because it bounces back and forth between where you are. Oh, so the game opens. We've been playing it for about seven eight hours yeah roughly the thing that happened at the beginning is so far the latest thing in the timeline that we've seen oh okay and we've played stuff going back to like when she was like a super kid to the middle and it keeps bouncing back and forth right yeah i kind of dig it 
at least on the PlayStation 4 version, there's an option to play it in chronological order. Oh, weird. But I think if you did, it would spoil some of the surprises because some of the real spooky shit happens in some of the earlier moments, but later, you know, you're 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 left wondering about things, you know. Okay. So, I think they w- put it in that weird order to kind of string along the suspense, you know. Yeah. Because you kind of find out what's going on in one of the earlier memories, like pretty early on. And then you would have been tipped off as to where it's going, you know? I like it when games or any media does that, really. When, like, movies and TV, they they show you, like, a thing that's happening. And then you go back in time, you're like, how do we get to that? That's how I felt in Breaking Bad with the gun in the trunk. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's like, what? How do we get to the gun in the trunk? Show me the gun in the trunk! You know? Like... I dig that stuff, too. Yeah, it's it's a good uh, storytelling mechanic. One of my favorites is, um, it's called In Media's Res. Okay. Where you start in the middle of the story. Yeah. And the most effective one for me was Uncharted 2. Like, it opens right in the middle, and then you play the game coming up to that point, and then you finish it later. I like that. I loved it. That That was a cool thing to me. We'll play Detroit together, but if you have Beyond Two Souls, if Richard ever got it for free with PlayStation Plus, you guys might want to take a peek at it. Yeah, this looks interesting to me, so yeah, I'd like to check it out. Like, it's a bit more adult. There's, uh, so the spirit that's attached to her, you can, like, go into him and he can, like, move papers for you and do all kinds of stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Well, at some points, he can, like, force choke people. Oh. Or you can actually possess people. Nice. And I possess this guy. I mean, it's like heavy rain in that, you know, you can do some things, but you might miss this path, you know? Yeah, right. Well, I went down one path, and I straight up possessed a dude that shotgunned two guys in the face and then blew (laughs) off his own head. Oh, my God. What? This game is way harder than I thought it Like. Not, like, difficulty, but, like, it's darker than I ever thought it was going to be. Okay. I was like, man, I'm I'm getting really sold on this game. For 2013, the graphics look really good. They do! There are some shots in this game that I was like, wow. Like, literally just sat there and could only stare at it and just be like, wow. This thing holds up. It's pretty amazing. I think you guys should give it a try at some point. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, I read an article the other day. Uh-huh. Well, not so much an article, but it was, like, a bunch of different things that people took to Twitter to make fun of millennials about. Okay. I find myself in a weird position. I I don't consider myself a millennial. Really? No, I don't. Why? Because that's not what I was until they redefined the date range not too long ago. When did they redefine it? We were Generation X when we were growing up. I don't think we so. We were totally G- Gen X. And then they were like, well, it's actually more this. And, like, they always kind of, like, move the dates as things go around. And they kind of find a more definitive point to, like, section them off. Yeah. Growing up, you know, I clearly remember a joke on The Simpsons where he was talking to Lisa about what's it like to be a Gen Xer where you don't have feelings about anything and she just goes meh (laughs) okay 
And that was when I was a young kid. So how am I not in the same ball field as that? You know? Yeah. And then I remember reading, because I went through a whole deep dive on it a couple years ago, that they did move the dates. And people that were Gen X are now considered millennials, and it's throwing people all out of whack on what to define themselves as. That's weird. Because a lot of people don't like to be called millennials for, That's you know, because whatever reason. Boomers be like, millennials are killing everything. Millennials suck. We hate millennials. <laughs> They're killing Earth. I define myself... Uh, th- <laughs> There was like a group of people going, you know what? We're going to make our own generational part and we are Generation Oregon Trail. Because <laughs> there's a clear spot between Gen X and Millennials where Generation Oregon Trail remembers no cell phones, no internet, VH, like all this old stuff. And then Millennials is really like the takeoff of like the internet and all the stuff they know now. Yeah. But there's a clear group that remembers that transition point. That was alive before the transition, you know? Hmm. Okay. That's us. You're definitely part of that, too, I think. People you remember getting on, like, AIM and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you were there at the birth of what the millennial whole thing starts from, you know? Yeah, so we were, like, the first generation to grow up online. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) so I was going through this article... And it's like, dear millennials, we have a lot of questions about stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Like, a lot of stuff. And I was like, well, I'm going to read it and see what it is. So it's really like, probably boomers, as you say, going like, why do you do this? Like, why is this a thing that you do, right? Okay. And I was like, well, how many of these do I do? Because I'm not a millennial in my mind, but if I answer a lot of these like I am, how can I refute it? (laughs) Okay. So I kind of wanted to go through them with you and see how much of this pertained to you. All right, let's get into it. Okay. Now there's one of them I think we're going to have a little bit of a fight about. Uh Uh-oh. Because it's something that Haley knows bothers me to no end. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So number one on this says, hey, why do millennials do literally anything and then go, oh my God, I'm such a Hufflepuff. (laughs) Do you do this? No, I mean... Do you have a strong affinity towards your house preference? I will say that if somebody called me a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor, I'd be upset about it. (laughs) Really? I mean, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of kids from our generation, you know, grew up with Harry Potter, reading Harry Potter, loving Harry Potter. Not J.K. Rowling on my dad, but... um, Mm -hmm. So, of course, all of us kind of identified with the house when we read the books or when we watched the movies. Or if you got super into it, you went on to Pottermore and you got your own sorting situation happen. Yeah. So, yes, I have been sorted several times because I like to take the quiz over and over to see if I change well, yeah. at all. But you, but it's for a lot of people, it is like it is like a defining trait. It's like, oh, I'm like, here's my zodiac sign. Here's yes. my house. You yes, know? exactly. Like, it, it's like it's like a true core thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, see, mine's not a core thing, but I will fight you if you say I'm not Gryffindor. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking Gryffindor, man. I think I just Back get mad up. when people think my tattoo relates to Gryffindor, because it's, it's a lion <laughs> tattoo, and because it's, yeah. like, the German lion, but 
it's whatever. Everyone's like, oh, Gryffindor. I'm like, no, fuck, no, <laughs> stop. Yeah, I know. We just found out on a, like, a couple of shows ago that you're a Slytherin. I am a Slytherin. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Slytherin of you. <laughs> so then number two... Um, it says, why do millennials put ha ha after every text? <laughs> I do this. <laughs> now, here's where the problem comes in. Okay. This is the one that I thought we might have a fight on. Uh-oh. Are you a ha ha or an LOL person? I prefer the ha ha. I, sometimes I just LOL if I'm feeling lazy. Okay. I cannot stand lol really that's like a problem with you it burns me alive <laughs> inside now i'm gonna have to say it just to bug you like Haley has has had a sign up at work that said lol with like a cross in it like never say this <laughs> to him because i hate it so much i'm a big haha person <laughs> why does it bug you so much i just don't like it it's so dumb like just laugh don't don't laugh out loud at me, you weirdo. Just ha ha laugh. It's it's fine. I don't like the uh, hang on, hang LMAO. On, oh yeah, let's crack these things open. I'm fucking Making thirsty over here. Man, um, no, I have to like go back through our texts and be like, did I ever say LOL to this man? I think you have, but it's not often anymore. Yeah, it's not a frequent um, button of mine. I don't know. I mean, it's it's good shorthand, but I like to convey the amount of laughter I am experiencing via a number yeah. of ha's. If it's a good laugh, I'll, I'll say a bahaha. But but see, this is like after every text, and I do know people that it's like, hey, can you pick up bread from the store? Lol. <laughs> Why? Why does everything end with that? You know, yeah, that's something I've never grasped. Like I don't end, you know. Oh, I broke my ankle today. Haha. Ha. Like, I mean, I'm not going to do that, you know? I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. It's just, it's a good way to end things. It's like the same way that um, fucking Gen Xers or boomers will put dot, dot, dot at the end of everything. That's just fucking ominous. And like, <laughs> why do you just like leave us on a cliffhanger? Like, I hate that when people like start it with that, where it's like, hey, dot, dot, dot. 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 And then there's just like an anxiety building in me when I see you a did dot. good on that report today. Oh, thanks. Well, you could it have sounds like that. I didn't. I know. You know. Yeah. Hang on. I am going to open up an Excel. Okay. And I'm going to keep some some uh, tabulations here of how many things you do and that I do. Want to know if you're much more millennial than me? Okay. I have a feeling you're going to be. Probably. I like to use yeah. haha because. Sometimes I'll say stuff that sounds real fucking grim and like serious. kind of mean, maybe? Or or just, like, I'll be like, man, really hate today. Michael, cry in my pillow later. Haha. <laughs> like, I'm not good at crying my pillow, but I might. Well, I'll I do mean, it with some humor. <laughs> you probably are, but it's like, I'm not like, it's not the end of the world for me. Yeah. I'm going to cry about it, but don't worry about me. Okay. Then it says, why do millennials have like 700 followers and act like they're influencers on their story? Go to your taxes or something. Okay. <laughs> I don't know many people that just act like they're influencers just because they have a couple people that follow them. I don't think that's that I, prevalent. I think do that think there's like a wannabe influencer culture that I am not involved with. 
but like I'm wondering if that's it. Do we just not know these people? That's what I'm thinking because there's there's people that you know they'll be like got Starbucks today and they'll do the I there's there's a thing that people do in their stories where they hold their Starbucks cup in such a way that you can see the Starbucks logo and yeah. their hand doesn't look comfortable when they're doing it. It's in like this pose. Oh, to like really show it. Yeah. Yes, like an influencer hand pose, and I'm like, what are you? Just just hold your cup. You're you're gonna <laughs> drop it. You're gonna drop your yeah. proper pay. You're going to have to be sad about it. Okay. So you're not doing that one. I'm Good. not doing that one. I, I only How have about... like 20 followers anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, I I guess I'm just not at that level to be like, oh, everyone loves me. <laughs> like, no. Why do millennials and older people say stuff like, blank wins the internet for today? <laughs> yeah, that, I think, I, I don't do that. I think that that can be traced back to like, early aughts reddit that was a big thing there like you win the internet good sir i mean i've seen it on tiktok pretty frequently like in some of the comments really yeah people still say it pretty regular tiktok is like gen z kids like they're not they're not still out there saying this wins the internet i hope that's so but it says why do millennials and older people and we all know that tiktok has a pretty heavy older crowd following do they that's like a big joke on TikTok, how people like 30 and up downloaded it to make fun of the kids that use it today, but now we love it and we're all <laughs> over it all the time. And okay. I watch TikTok for like eight hours a day minimum. Is it like the way that our parents invaded Facebook and took it over? I think so. Kind Man, of. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Sorry, TikTok. Yeah, we just like took over TikTok. It's ours now. I don't know if I've ever said that one. Like this wins the internet. I, I know that I've been phrase. like, that's the greatest thing I've seen today. Yeah. Or like, this one can't be topped. This is the best one. But I don't know that I've said, when's the internet for today? You win the internet, I tip my fedora to you, <laughs> my lady. Um, how about this one? It says, why do millennials get married or have a baby and be like, we did a thing? <laughs> okay, I do that one. <laughs> um... <clears throat> I do say did a thing. I can trace this back to a specific thing, I believe. So okay. do you remember the weblog with the title of, what is it? Uh, hyperbole and a half. Uh, that kind of sounds half. familiar. I'm going to send you a picture and you're going to be like, ah, that. Okay. Um, it's like this little jpeg drawing that is a girl she's like a rectangle and she has a little yellow triangle for hair clean all the things yeah the all the things okay chick okay now that shit i do consistently yes so <laughs> this she had like a blog post that was like do all the things and it was about getting over depression and like going through a manic episode where you just have those times where you're like i have done everything on my list today i did the thing Mm-hmm. And I think that that has carried over into our nomenclature. Like, I did a thing, you know? Like, congratulations to me. I have accomplished a task that I set out for myself. You know, there is a website that does this stuff for you. So, like, you gave us on the stream, uh, does the dog die? Uh-huh. or whatever. Do you ever go to knowyourmeme.com? Oh, I love Know Your Meme. Dude, Know Your Meme is the best. So it let's is. see. We did a thing just to see if it has anything about it. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they have a different... And um, it really doesn't. Really? I don't know if that'd be considered, like, a meme, you know? Because it's just, it's just 
part it's of just like a millennial phrase, yeah. linguistics. But I think Dude, it's another. It's so versatile. Like you can say, "I did a thing," and be like, "I bought a house," or "I, you know, graduated yeah. law school," or "I did a thing." Could also be like, "Oops, I got drunk and like got Karl Marx's face tattooed on my butt." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Whoops, a daisy. There's a, a broad range of things that can be covered in I did a thing. So basically, it's like the Gen Z's, well, I guess millennials, because that's what we're saying that it's from. It's the millennial clean version of shit. Because shit can be good and bad. We did a thing can be good and bad, but minus the cuss word. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they just kind of cleaned it up for people. Okay. I mean, I do say it sometimes. Yeah. But I definitely prefer just the good old shit. <laughs> I did shit. That's nice. Got shit done. So, yeah. All right. So we both do that one. Okay. Why do millennials start their tweets with sigh dot dot dot? Like no, nobody's doing. Who that. told y'all that that was cool? Who's okay. doing that? I'll text sigh to people like sigh or like la sigh. They if they made a sigh you know, emoji, perhaps. We could use that, but there is no good sigh emoji. There's the one that's like blowing air out of his nose. That's not a sigh. That's like the only one that I can think of. Yeah. That's like an angry emoji. There used to be one on. Yeah. You need one where it's just like a, I mean, anime does it so good. It's like the little air thing with the round top. Exactly. It just like comes out just. (sighs) Yes. Like, you know what that means. Yeah. They used to have an emoji for it on the Google phone, I believe. And now that I have switched back to Samsung, I no longer have access to this emoji. Sad. And it's probably one of the boxes you've sent me a million times. Probably. <laughs> so, like, I I say sigh, and I do use the dot, dot, dot. But I do it when I'm, like, building up for dramatic effect. <laughs> I don't do it all the time, only if, like, I'm trying to put an intentional pause right there. Not just like, hey, dot, 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 I had a good day. Yeah. Well, there's no reason for that pause. That wouldn't work. But if it's like, hey, dot, 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 just see that spirit opened up again? It's like, oh, because I didn't think <laughs> oh. it would. Like, then it's kind of for a reason. Yeah. You know? So I feel like because I do both, maybe not at the same time, I'm going to have to take a yes on this one. <laughs> okay. But you're a hard no. I'm a hard no. Okay. Um. Okay. This one, why do millennials love couch areas at restaurants so much i don't know what, what? this means restaurant has a fucking couch area yeah, What's that? What? yeah. what is that <laughs> i okay. don't know what that is i'm glad you're as confused as i am i feel like if i saw couches at a restaurant i would avoid them i mean even prior to the pandemic i don't want to be sitting on a cloth area in a place where many people have been in yeah and also there's I mean, food and drinks around like nobody wants communal cloth that's not my jam i have been to a movie theater where instead of like the stadium seatings and stuff it was full of like love seats couches and recliners and stuff What? like i've been to something like that and i wonder if that was geared more towards these couch area crowd people i would feel uncomfortable in that there's but, like, much... you're getting to sit on, like, a nice couch. But there's, like, spillage risk, and you can't disinfect fabric. If it's leather, sure. I'm trying to think if you could actually take drinks and stuff in there, because I don't think we did. Because if you I spill think it was like, uh, on a couch yeah. like that, and then somebody else comes in and sits on it behind you, and that it just wet couch surprise. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want oh, that. Oh, God. Okay, this one, 
I have seen a billion times. It says, why do millennials love writing social media bios <laughs> like this? Dog mom, wine lover, Christ follower. I like, know. You know. That is just such like a thing. One sentence or like, like one word to two word period little remarks. You know? Do you have a social media bio? No. And I guess that's part of it. Like, I don't ever know what to say. So I'm usually just like, <laughs> really? The one that I have on the most, it just says, so many games, so little time. <laughs> that's cute. Because I'm, I'm trying to play so many games and there's never time. And I want everyone to know that's what I'm busy doing. That's Robert's okay? jam. I've had the same Twitter bio since I got a Twitter. And it says, I'm often hilarious. I'm often stressed. And I'm often making art. Sometimes I am all three at once. See, that's like a good joke, you know? Isn't like, it that's good? nice. That's good. But and not then, like, just, here's things about me. Like, I have a dog. Wine, drink. Much, I think... Much drunk, you know? I think the more, like, I don't know, the, the better version of this, in my opinion, is to use emojis for it. So, like, my Instagram bio has, it's just five emojis. So, it's a cat with hard eyes. It's mountains. Okay. It's a cake. And then a microphone and a green heart. And I think that just kind of sums it up. I really never know what to write in them. So most of the time I don't do it. Yeah. Just pick five good emojis that you think describe you as a person. (laughs) All right. You ready? Here's my Instagram bio. You ready? Yes. I'm going to read it for you now. I co-host a podcast. Exclamation point. That's it. (laughs) That is all it says. I put that in mind too, actually. I know, and that's where I got it from, was yours. I just copied. <laughs> I wasn't original in that. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, okay, here is my... <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> my, my Twitter one's so stupid. It says, <laughs> Super Metroid is the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's <your> bio? <laughs> it's fucking bio. It just says, Super Metroid is the best. Co-host of You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast, Yimtope for short. But let me lead with Super Metroid's the jam. Yeah, that's my fucking bio. I love that. That really, that says all that needs to be said about you, though. That is that all the, see? I wrote, I wrote my truth. Okay? <laughs> I wrote my truth. Oh, see, I didn't even know what they were. Who knows what I was thinking when I wrote these things? Oh my god. I'm crying a little bit. That was funny. <laughs> oh. Some good shit. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's some no's for us. We definitely don't do those. Um, why do millennials have such an obsession with coffee? And they'd be like, haha, hashtag adulting. God, I, I hate the word adulting so much. I'll use it ironically on occasion. Be like, I have to file my taxes. Gonna do some adulting. But I just... I mean, I... I have said it, but it's not a commonplace because we all know that I have the grown up versus adult thing. Yeah. Like I already have a thing for it. I don't need to come up with new words, you know? Yeah. I do love coffee though. Gotta say. I was going to say you do love coffee, but you don't because the premise of this one is because it goes on to say more like I must ask you a question, but first gotta have my morning cup of coffee. Like you're not... You're not constantly tweeting about the fact that you have coffee or need coffee. Yeah. You just enjoy coffee on your own time. Yeah. You know? 
Should I put a coffee in my bio over Twitter? <laughs> I really think you should. Maybe I should. I'll put it in my Instagram one. That's where all the emojis are. Why do millennials make Instagram pages for their dogs? Someone told me that I should make one for my cats. And I was like, why would I do that? My own Instagram is already dedicated to my cats. I know. Uh, I've actually been told to make one for toast. Really? Yeah. I don't want to make a separate Instagram. Like, I've got this one and I have the podcast one. That's all I need. Personal and podcast. Okay, but see, you're even active. Here we go. Also, back to my Instagram. My last post was in August. Christ, dude. (laughs) Two months ago? If I'm not taking my own pictures, why am I going to post pictures for toast? You don't give a shit. (laughs) I post almost daily. Yes, you do. Like, most people do. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I just don't have anything that people want to see a picture of. But I'm not a big picture taker, too. Yeah. At you, the same you time. You don't take a lot of photos. I'm constantly like, kitty, 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 paparazzi. Okay. This was a big one. Why do millennials post pictures and announce they might delete later? <laughs> I feel like this is just a trend for right now. I think that's a meme also. Might I've never delete. seen it that big. But you did send me a picture of uh, the very lovely David Cummings. Yes. <laughs> in a pool, and he said, might delete later. So I have seen it out there to not just millennials. Yeah. You know? Like, I think it can be a joke. I think sometimes. so. For, for the most part, people use it as a joke. Okay, so I'm looking on Know Your Meme right now. Um, feeling cute, might delete later is a selfie trend. So it was the hashtag feeling cute challenge. Okay. In March 2019. Uh, in this challenge, participants would share humorous photos paired with variations of the phrase, feeling cute, might delete later. So it's really just like a little bit of a carryover from that. Yeah. Wow, okay. this is an old meme too. Good God. 2017 is the origin? What? Like, I feel like I remember those things where you would just put up like the most embarrassing photo you had of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and most people wouldn't want that to stay up there. So it's like, yeah, I might delete that later because right. I don't want it. Um, And then right here we have, why do millennials and old folks use dot, dot, dot for no reason? Yes, that. That's not a millennial thing. That's a Gen X and older thing. It's like you text them and they they go, hey, dot, dot, dot. Like, damn, am I bothering you? I hate that. Yeah, I don't use it in response back to somebody. Like if somebody said, hey, I wouldn't be like, hey, dot, dot, dot. Right. Because that sounds scary. Yeah. That's like some murderer stuff right there. I know. Yeah, no. May as well just yeah. put three knife emojis. Yeah, we we ain't doing that one. No. Uh, I thought this one was funny. Why do millennials love putting human person in their bios? <laughs> like, what are you trying to prove? I am human. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a phrase that I have used to refer I mean, to myself that I'm I'm a human person. That's funny, but I don't think it's so, but it's not in like your bio to say, hey, I'm a human person. I think. Um, it's a part Do you know of, who like, would use that? Who? Invader Zim fans. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, I think it's a part also of, like, dissociative humor, you know? Like, sometimes you yeah. just gotta be, like, still human. <laughs> like, sometimes, yeah, as a joke for that, but I don't think it'd be my bio. Yeah. I've, I'm just I've gonna definitely say, seen it as a bio, but I wouldn't use it in mine. A 30-year-old game is the best game of all time. Like, <laughs> sure, why not? Everyone's dying to know what what game is the best, and it's in my bio. Um, oh, that kills me. 
Why do millennials always refer to their pets as fur babies? Because they are my fur babies. That's two big ol' yeses, because I definitely do that too. I don't have human babies. These are my children, and they have fur. Sorry. I mean... Not sorry. I think we also come from a generation that views animals in a much more, like, human aspect. Yeah, for real. Like, I've talked to people, like, older people, and they're like, well, I mean, it's just a dog. Yeah, it's like, I got a dog. <laughs> I guess it's like, cool. Like, a lot of people see it as, like, an animal. It's, be- it's like, beneath you and all that shit. Yeah. And Taylor will come home to find me, like, laying on the cat, or, like, laying on the floor with Jinx with my nose on hers going, like, oh, you're so pretty. You just love everything, don't you? <laughs> I'm all about that damn dog. I know. I, I feel like if you don't treat your animals as though they are your kin, your children, then you shouldn't have them. Kind of. Like, why Why else are they there? Are yeah. they just a showpiece? Just like, like, what's the point? To have an animal in your home? Like, you don't allow them on the couch? You don't give them table scraps? Like, don't you love your animal? <laughs> don't you love like, your fur, first baby? First of all, I have to love Jinx because she sheds so bad Fuck, and I dude. get so mad at her. So I much. have to love her or else she'd be out of here. My carpet is 90% cat hair at any given moment. Okay. Why do millennials get so offended... When you say that Friends is not funny. Because Friends is funny. <laughs> because it's fucking hilarious, and it was the greatest show ever. Well, okay, tell it back a little bit. Not the greatest show ever. It is one of the top five of all time. Yes. It is a pretty great show. It is a fantastic show, and I think it holds up. I do think it holds up. Like, I've seen some of it again lately, and I'm like, man, it, it still just, like, sucks you in somehow. Yeah, it's still funny. The characters are still relatable. Like, I think... That as far as TV shows about friendship go, I can relate yeah. most to friends. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, How I Met Your Mother was good. They had a nice friendship, but I didn't... Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's so many different shows about 20-somethings that are friends that I don't identify with the people in the show. You know? Okay, that's something I've talked to Taylor about lately. If you watch shows from the 90s and shows from like now uh-huh shows in the 90s always had somebody that was pretty much like your middle class type person yeah just kind of like they a were, sort of broke every man yeah they were struggling or working for something but when you watch a show now everybody's like pretty well off and good they'd never worry about shit i know like, they had good. like a high-rise apartment in new york no problem yeah i mean even in how i met your mother barney was like unfathomably rich yeah he was you know? like the fall guy for a big corporation or something um ted's an architect yeah you know successful people like everybody's got really good jobs yeah at like 20 and in know? friends like which doesn't make sense phoebe is kind of a busker with her guitar uh yeah rachel sh- is chronically a waitress yeah, yeah waitressing uh, Joey is an is a down and out actor that can almost never get a job. And their apartments are so realistic. Like just the empty ass apartment with the two leather recliners and that <laughs> horrible dog art. Like yeah. I love it. That's essentially how I lived for the first few years in college. So basically we're we're offended because you're saying that you don't like real things. You don't yes. like real people. Friends was like real people. It's real, you man. Know? And that's what I don't like about new shows because I can't relate to anybody in almost any show that's out today. Yeah. It's not made for me. And even when you watch, like, 
the CW shows where it's mostly like high school kids stuff. It's always super rich kids. Yes. Super rich high schools and stuff. And it's like, you know what? That's not me. So I, I can't get behind it. Right. So I think that was two big yeses. We're kind of like falling in sync right here. Uh, why do millennials insist on saying shooketh? Oh, I hate that word. I hate it. Yeah, I'm not big on that one. I'm shooketh to my core. Okay, it's 2020. Why do millennials still get upset over vertical videos? Because they're fucking ugly. Okay? <laughs> I am sorry, but you should know that if you turned your phone, it would fill up a TV if I watched it there anywhere else. Vertical videos are awful. But you, like, they're live the on TikTok. Worst. And it's fine for that. Uh, yeah. But just a vertical video? That's... Yeah. That's horrendous. I don't like it. Like, if I'm going to watch something on YouTube, you better have it horizontal. Oh, God. So yeah. I can see what you're doing. For for most platforms, though, they've figured out ways to make shit full screen when the person is holding the phone wrong, you know? Yeah. So technology's come a long way, but at the same time, yeah, I still much prefer a horizontal video. Just, I mean, ask Taylor. She'll be taking pictures of Jinx or something. And I'm like, hey, uh, turn your phone. She's like, why? And I'm like, well, you're going to send it to me, and I want to look at it full screen, so uh, <laughs> you better turn it. And she hates that I do that. This is the one that I thought was going to get you. Okay. It says, why do millennials like Bitmoji so much? I love Bitmoji. <laughs> <laughs> do you love That's Bitmoji? a yes. See, I don't, I don't really use it too much, so I can't say that I love it. I loved it for a long time because yes, I was did. like fully into Snapchat but when I got my new phone I didn't bother to reinstall Snapchat on it because I was like I don't use it that often I'm going to see if I miss it and I haven't missed yeah. it so I, I mean, have no further use for my Bitmoji because that's the only place I ever used it so yeah I pretty much never sent stuff to people so I love I mean Bitmoji. I have it it's so cute it's so easy to change your little avatar's hairstyle it, it was like it was like Gaia Online without <laughs> oh, the work. See? Yeah, see, and you were all over that, too. God, I love Gaia. I miss Gaia. Why do millennials get so offended when a kid likes the sequel to a Disney movie better than the original? Because the original was better, and that's that. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, most times, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, really, I didn't see many of the sequels because I was like, why bother? <laughs> yeah, why bother? I've already seen the first one, and it's perfect, so why, why do I need a second one? I'm going to throw mean, that down with two yeses, but I know that, but I guarantee you're all over The Lion King 2, though. I was just going to say The Lion King 2 is yep. very, very good, but the first one's better. Why do millennials like avocados so much? I just don't get it. Who doesn't like avocados? Do you not like an avocado? I do like avocados, but okay. it's not like my go-to thing. I love avocados. They're so but, good. I mean, they are good. They're good but for But I'm not you. having, like, avocado toast in the mornings and stuff, you know? I've tried avocado toast. I mean... It's okay. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. you put more stuff on the toast than just avocado, it's better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I like avocados. They're a nice, healthy fat. This one was big for me. It's, uh, why do millennials speak in GIFs? Oh, man. Yeah, I do that. Man, I have, like, a whole folder dedicated to GIFs that I've saved for <laughs> certain things. You know? <laughs> They're applicable. Yeah. And it's nice to have them when you need them. So at our office, we have this program called Microsoft Teams. Yeah. And they have, like, GIF integration. So you can search for 
a specific word and it'll be like here are 10,000 gifts that might go with that and I'm like this is the best thing ever yes, please bloop <laughs> so my team just like talks and gifts like we That's were on a conference awesome. call the other day and uh it was like with the higher-ups and they were talking about needing to like pivot to a new thing and of course what do I go to but the gif of Ross yelling pivot in the hallway yeah. with, with the with the couch back to friends I'm gonna skip a couple of them but I have two more for you okay why do millennials act like answering emails is so hard? Because it is. I hate it. I got an email earlier today that I have to respond to, and I'm not gonna. I just, I think I'm just gonna delete it. I don't know why, but for real, I just, I don't know. I hate it. Well, I think I don't like doing it because nobody cares what your response is. Like, people <laughs> email stuff almost only to have, like, that paper trail. They don't really care what you write back in it. Yeah. It's, hey... I sent one, I tried, you know, but they yeah. don't care what they ask you to do or what your response was to it. They're still going to do whatever they were going to do. So I don't like to answer them because I don't feel like they matter. You That's know, true. That's very true. That's why it's hard. I can't want to do it when it won't matter. Do you want to hear about a holiday that I think you're going to really like? Sure. It's a fake holiday. Um, okay. It's made up by a podcast. One of my favorite podcasts called a reply all. And okay. the holiday is called Email Debt Forgiveness Day. Okay. <laughs> and it falls on, let's see, I forget what day of the year it is. It's October 31st. Hell yeah. So oh. what you do is mm-hmm. every every email that you have like built up in your inbox that you have needed to send a response, but you're like too anxious to send it or you just kind of forgot and it's like just sitting there freaking you out on on. October 31st, you can just send that email and then link to this disclaimer from Reply All and be like, it's email debt forgiveness day. It doesn't matter. This is like two years late. I'm responding oh my God. to your email. <laughs> That's kind of hilarious. It's wonderful. I think the world needs it. It's like a weird version of the purge. <laughs> the inbox purge. <laughs> I just like this one. It says, why do millennials think they're special for knowing what a VHS tape is? Like, I've never met someone who doesn't. I feel like I've Frankly, met people. I think it's special because I do know people that don't. Yeah. Like, and it-, it was a hard thing to live through, okay? <laughs> you guys don't know. We had to, like, rewind it sometimes with your hands because your VCR would fuck up and eat it. Dude, I had a friend. They had a special machine that we would watch a movie and he just took it out. And I was like, what are you doing? We got to rewind it. And he goes, no, we're going to start the other movie. He put the other movie in and had a separate device that just rewound the tapes. So you could rest watching a movie faster. And I was How like, well, rich. that's the greatest thing of all time. What? <laughs> just, just a rewinder. That's all its purpose was in life. And I was like, this is fantastic. Now we can watch movies at an unprecedented rate. That's wonderful. But also I hate it. <laughs> I know. Because VHSs were like a thing, man. Yeah, they really were. They were like they were cool. They were cool. I don't. Something about a VHS is just nice. It's a physical big movie that you held in your hands, and they looked cool. They have an aesthetic about them. My favorite is when you would go to rewind it. First of all, it it was it was a time to reflect on the movie that you just watched. Yeah, and you get to like watch everything happen in reverse. <laughs> you well, well, no, because you would stop it and then hit rewind, and it rewound by itself. It didn't show it. It didn't? Did you always rewind it slowly, Kelsey? I mean, sometimes if I really liked the movie and I wanted to watch it 
in reverse again. Again, <laughs> but five times as fast. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was just like, just that, just like the sound of it going. Yeah, I love that sound. It was sound. a nice sound to like decompress the emotions you just went through with, right? Yeah. And it was always fun to try to guess when it was going to stop. <laughs> it's like, okay, it was about a two hour movie. It's been rewinding for one full minute. It's going to stop now. But it's did still your, rewinding. You're like, ah, damn it. Did your VCR ever get me like an indication that it was almost done rewinding? My like, grandpa had one way later that was smart enough for that. Yeah. Ours was not smart. It was just like a little bit broken. So <laughs> it would sound like it was like rewinding it successfully. And then it would be like, oh, almost done. Ka-chunk, and then it would be done. <laughs> I love that. Just that bow. Yes. How did it not snap the tape? In I don't know. I love those tapes, though. Just like thinking about pushing one in it's just so tactile and satisfactory you know so i don't know because vhs's were a thing that some people won't ever know about and we're proud to know about it that's why i agree and there's tons of people that don't know what vhs's are what are you talking about right talk to anybody who's like 10 or younger and they're like what's that well i think we did pretty good i think we may have actually come out even really (laughs) what's our final scores I had 10. One less than you. Yeah, see? You're a millennial. Embrace so, it. It's not evil. I mean, I don't think it's evil, but you changed what I was. <laughs> I'm having, like, an identity crisis, okay? Well, you're welcome. But I but I do go with um, Eliza Schlesinger. Yes, an elder millennial. famed Dallas stand-up comedian. comedian. Yeah, the elder millennial. That's definitely me, then. Yeah, if for I, sure. It, if I have to be in the category, that's that's the title that I take. If you guys haven't watched her Elder Millennial special on Netflix, you should do that. It's very funny. Are you ready to rewind this podcast? Yes, I am. Hey, guys. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We release weekly every Gosh darn Monday. We're always going to do it. We love to be the first thing you hear Monday morning to help you get through all the crap you got to do the rest of the week. We're here to lighten that load for you. And if we have ever lightened your load, made you feel better, made you smile, think about something you never have before, and you like that, make sure you go out to Apple Podcasts, give us a, a nice rate and review. That would really help us out so much so that we can reach more people and help those Mondays be better for everybody. Yes. And while you're out there on the internet doing those things, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We're invading that TikTok because we're elder millennials. That's right. (laughs) It's ours now. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our channels on YouTube and Twitch. We are doing so much on Twitch in October. It is craziness. It's wonderful. It's fun. Okay, so last week we did Doki Doki Literature Club, which was very exciting. Robert's first playthrough on it. It was so much fun. I know. Next Saturday, we are going to be playing Mansions of Madness. It's a board game. We're going to be playing it on Steam, the tabletop simulator. Um, Now, that one we'll be doing a bit later, right? Yes, we are, because we are inviting our dearest friend, Ferdin, and his boy, Jose. They're both listeners of the show and friends of the podcast, we will be uh, starting that one about 11 p.m., so it's a little bit of a late night. We hope you'll stick around, get some coffee in you, and enjoy the game with us. I feel like we're going to get a lot of the, like, insomniac people that are like, there's nothing else. What is this? 
Nothing else to do but look at Cthulhu. Oh, that sounds spooky. It is going to be spooky. I'm very excited. Um, so we also want you to email us at ymbtyp at gmail.com. It stands for you must be thinking of another podcast. Don't forget that. We want your listener mail. Um, send us what you define as your generation. Are you a millennial? Are you a Gen X? Gen Z? Are you a boomer? Why are you listening to this podcast? If you're a boomer, how did you get this number? <laughs> if you are a millennial, do you feel like you have you are like looked down upon simply because of the fact that you are a millennial, or do you proudly embrace it? Yeah. Like, where know. do you stand? Let us know where you all where you fall in this uh, millennial list that we just went through. We'll link it in the show notes. And don't forget that our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Uh, please check him out on YouTube and all the amazing stuff that he does. I seriously don't know how he can mix such random things together and create the coolest music. Love what he does. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Dot, dot, dot. What's that mean? One more important sound we wanted you to hear. Anything that you don't want, but you don't think you should throw out, it just goes in the garage. And you're like, I'll use this one day. And then when you clean out the garage, you're like, what is all this? I <laughs> Why do I own it? I don't want it. I don't want it. I, I never did. <laughs> <laughs>